Hey guys, welcome back to Mindset Managed. Today we're talking about burnout and self-love, compassion and basically treating yourself better than you've probably been treating yourself these last couple of weeks. So I've kind of been thinking about what I wanted to talk about today and I haven't exactly been in the best of places and for the last week or so I've felt kind of heightened anxiety, felt like I've been overthinking everything, I've been worried that I'm not in the right job, that I won't stay in this job for long, that it's changing and becoming more complicated, I feel less in control over a lot of things and I I, I can't move like I'd like to and basically it's this sense of overwhelm, sense of everything going wrong and then that makes me worry that my depression will come back, that my anxiety will come back and that I will go back to the bad place that I used to be in a couple of years ago. But then I realised, oh yeah, we're in a pandemic, oh yeah, things aren't normal right now. I'm still in a state of change in my life personally and the world is in this state of panic basically so for us to be panicking too for us to feel this sense of rocky foundations is completely normal so even if your personal life is perfect which you know doesn't exist (laughs) but if it is feeling perfect it's feeling great there's still a world out there that isn't the same as it used to be and that's a fact you can't deny the fact that you have to think about leaving your house when you leave your house you have to think about what that means about what you're exposing yourself to. You can't just go to the shops like you normally would. You have to remember to bring a mask. You have to sanitise. I don't know about you, but I wipe down all of the things that I bought from the shop. I wipe down my phone after going to the shop. Everything, because I want to make sure I don't bring the virus into my home. Those are things we never had to think about before. So already the world is just... It's in a place where it's leading to more and more burnout, more and more overwhelm, more and more confusion and anxiety, and yeah, depression for some people. And so if you're feeling those things, please know, firstly, you're not alone. And then I found this image on Pinterest, which I'll be using to guide me today with this today's discussion on burnout. These are things that can lead to burnout. So number one, listening to people complain about the same things without trying to find a solution. I think this is an important one and something that a lot of people do without realising it, they, re- they just keep complaining about the same things. They keep being angry or upset about the same things. It might not be the exact same thing, but it's a generally the same situation. And those people can be sort of drama junkies. They thrive on drama. They thrive on moaning and ranting all the time. It's part of their character, right? But those kinds of people are draining to us. They will cause themselves burnout, but also you burnout by being around them. Because it's draining on your energy. It's sapping away their energy by talking about negative things all the time. And it's sapping on your energy to be talking about those things and have that negative energy put on you. Now, of course, we should help our friends if they have a need to vent, then we should let them vent. But one, they have to ask us, are we in the right situation, the right mind space to hear them vent, to support that? Or are we not? And we need to be able to set up that boundary to say, no, I'm sorry, I can't listen to this right now. And, and they have to be okay with that. And then on the flip side, we should be doing the same thing, asking people, am I okay to speak about this? My friend from work is absolutely great. When she messages me on Facebook, she says, can I rant? And she'll ask me, instead of just speaking straight away about what her problem was, she'll ask me if she's okay to rant. And one time I said to her, I can't hear it right now, I'm doing yoga. And she was like, sweet, no hard feelings, it was fine. And that's what we need to do more and more. 
ask people if we can bring that negative energy into their space. Don't just bring it in because that's just completely ignorant of what it might affect them, how it might affect them. And of course, the key part of this is also finding a solution. If you're just complaining, you're just ranting and you're just saying, that's it, that's all I had to say, and not ever trying to find a solution or to fix your problem, then you have to ask yourself, is it really a problem or are you the problem? Are you somebody who just refuses to change, somebody who refuses to take responsibility for your situation? Yes, things in life aren't exactly easy fixes. No one's saying it's easy. But are you trying to fix it or do you kind of like to play the victim? Hard question to answer, but one that you need to answer nonetheless in order to stop yourself from complaining so much and burning out and to stop people around you from having to burn out because of you. The next one is doing your best with little appreciation for your work. I feel at work there's a lot of, been, a lot of tension between all of the TAs because we feel a bit underappreciated by the higher ups in the school. Um, we are working so hard, we're expected to do so much with the key worker children who are at school right now even though the UK is in lockdown and then on top of that we also have to attend online lessons, we have to provide resources and ensure our vulnerable children are still working, they're still okay. It's a lot to have to juggle and we feel like we're doing all of that with very very little appreciation for what it means to do those things and that goes the same for like creative work so I'm watching Dickinson on Apple TV which is about Emily Dickinson the poet brilliant TV show completely unusual completely not what I expected and I love it but I'm watching that and she's kind of toying with the idea of fame whether she wants to be published or not and I think what she wants more than anything is um, the feeling of being heard, being seen, being appreciated, knowing that your work was worth it because somebody else is appreciating it, is understanding the meaning. It's not necessarily that she needs validation. It's not necessarily that she needs, you know, fortune and fame. She doesn't need to be celebrated necessarily. She just wants to know that what she's doing is for a reason, that it feels like it's fulfilling a purpose, that it's being delivered and giving meaning to other people. And I can appreciate that. I feel like I love writing. I love sharing my ideas. And I definitely want people to tell me that they've resonated with that, that they've understood it. It makes me feel seen. And I hope in turn it makes them feel seen as well. That's the most beautiful exchange that there is. But this idea of fame is terrifying for all people to watch you is terrifying. And um, that comes with a lot of pressures that I'm not sure I'd want. But anyway... I think that when we're doing these beautiful things, we're expressing ourselves or we're working hard at our jobs, we're creating all these different things and we're doing those things without recognition, without appreciation of what it means to do those things, it can be so much harder. And even the little things like in your relationship, for example, say you're doing little things to show your loved one that you love them and they're not appreciating it, they're not noticing, that can feel draining as well. That can really sap on your energy and make you feel like, what's the point? make you feel worthless, make you feel useless. And of course, when you bring yourself to do those things again, you feel this sense of burnout and you can't do it anymore, or at least you're not doing it as well as you used to. The next one is dispensing your advice to people without them valuing your feedback. I think this links to the first one in that sometimes someone can ask you, what do you think about this? What do you think I should do? And then you give them advice and you think it's pretty sound advice, but then they just completely undercut it and do whatever they were going to do anyway. And when people do that, it really, really annoys me. It's not that you have to follow what I said, 
But to show little appreciation for what I said, little acknowledgement of what I said, seems pretty pointless. And then to keep coming back and asking for advice and then doing your own thing anyway, it feels draining. It feels worthless, like I said again. So when you ask for advice, think about it. Are you actually asking for advice or are you asking for validation of what you already decided you were going to do? And vice versa, when you're giving advice, maybe we should say to ourselves or say to them, do you actually want my opinion on this? Are you actually going to hear what I have to say? And then give your advice. Don't just give it freely. The next thing is doing things that you don't enjoy. So of course, during the pandemic, there's so many things that we would much rather do than sitting inside, same four walls all day, every day. My partner has been off work, working from home for almost a year now. In March, the end of March, it will be a year. And that's sickening. As much as he has enjoyed, at least partly, the freedom of working from home, when it's a choice, that's better. But when it's a cage, that feels, <sighs> that's imprisonment. You're told you have to stay at home. That's imprisonment. And of course, in a normal world, even if he was a freelance worker, he worked from home, remote worker, then he would still have the opportunity to go to restaurants, to go to pubs, to go to play golf or bowling or whatever, you know, but we don't have those choices right now. We aren't able to freely do the things that we enjoy. Yes, some of us are introverted and we're a lot happier to stay at home, to read or watch TV or whatever it is. But even as an introvert, I still wish that I could go for coffee with my other introvert friends, my writer friends. I wish that I could go outside a lot more freely, um, be in parks without being worried about the fact that it's overran with people. Um, to again, go to restaurants because we've been really into our food lately and I wish that we could try some more foods. And of course, we would have gone to somewhere for our anniversary, perhaps. And yeah, the little little things are really, really missing right now from our lives. And I love going to the cinema. We used to do it every week. We would see a new film every week. And that was a little way for us to get out the house to do something different, to see something together. It was kind of like a rough date night and we can't do that now. These little things been taken from us, these things that we enjoy that gave us so much joy and gave us energy too. So when we're not doing things that we enjoy, when we're constantly met with blocks and, you know, maybe at work you're not doing things that you would usually enjoy, maybe whatever it is, that's going to cause burnout. It's going to cause this feeling of tiredness and boredom and as much as being bored is good sometimes, we're a bit too bored right now. And I think that's draining a lot of us. The next one is lack of balance or harmony in your roles and duties. So again, at work, we feel like there's not that balance of roles. We just expect to do so much to pick up so much slack on multiple ends of 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 different people's roles and again in the house maybe um you're used to one person does the cleaning the other person does the um cooking one person does the walk in the dark in the morning one person does the walk in the dark on the evening which is what we do when that balance tips to another way and one person is doing too much that's going to drain your energy that's going to make you burn out because there's not that balance i believe balance is the key to everything it's the key to happiness it's the key to engagement to beauty everything needs balance of some kind it won't be a perfect balance but it needs that balance when we reach a sense of polarization complete opposite ends of the spectrum that's when the problem comes that's when we reach extremes that lead to 
burnout, tiredness, anxiety, lack of control, overwhelm, fear, depression, all of those emotions and those, those illnesses that can be really, really detrimental to our mental health. The next one is high expectations at work, home or in your relationship. So again, if somebody has put in this weight on us, this pressure on us, telling us to do too much, expecting too much from us, then of course it's going to lead to burnout. It's going to lead to stress. It's going to lead to overwhelm. You need to be able to speak up and say, this isn't my responsibility or I can't carry this load. I'm sorry, I need some help. This isn't for me to do. That is so important. And again, I've done that with my manager. I've spoken to her saying I felt overwhelmed with what I was being told to do. And she's she's understood that. It can't always end perfectly, of course, but they need to hear you. And you need to know that you've fought for yourself, that you've stood up for yourself and said what you can and can't do. You've drawn that line in the sand and said, this is what I can do. And any higher expectation of me is just not going to be met. And that doesn't mean anything negative against you. Of course not. It doesn't make you weak. We are all human. There are only a certain amount of things that we can do that we're expected to do. And pushing yourself and pushing yourself and pushing yourself past the limit is just not good for you, especially right now in this crazy world that we live in. So give yourself grace, give yourself love and compassion and understand that you need a break. You need to be able to breathe and be still and to not expect so much from yourself and not to allow others to expect so much from you. And the last one is having a strong urge to control situations that are outside of your control. Again, I think this is definitely something that I try to do because I'm an anxious person. I'm very quite rigid. I need things to be in my control. Otherwise, I feel completely helpless, completely powerless. And if you're somebody like that, like me, then you will face this sense of burnout and overwhelm by trying to control things that are uncontrollable by trying to have power over things that you can't fix and that's obviously definitely what we're all feeling in this pandemic because we are powerless to what our governments decide we can do with whether we'll get the virus or not necessarily um whether we might accidentally give it to somebody else there's so many variables and fears right now and yeah, if you're not aware of that, if you're not giving yourself that grace, that kindness and saying it's okay to not have full control and to focus on what you can control, that is what will help you to go much further. So quickly, I just want to say a few things that we can do to try to avoid burnout or at least to re reinvigorate ourselves once we are when we are in that sense of burnout so right now I feel burnt out but it's half term holidays with schools off for a week and I'm using that to the best of my ability to have a break so the first way is of course to give yourself a break so if you're able to take some time off work if you're able to have a break in some capacity then please take it and even if you're not able to in like the grand scheme like I said a week off then that's fine you need to still find breaks within your daily routine when you're having a lunch break are you actually having a lunch break or are you working whilst having a lunch break instead you need to turn off your computer for a full half an hour hour whatever your lunch break is and have that time to just breathe, to just eat intuitively, to not have noise around you, to not have deadlines screaming down your ear, to take that break, that little mini break. The next one is to get outdoors. So I think that um, this world we live in can be quite overwhelming because of the nature of um, TV and social media and news feeds and 
technology just screaming at us with notifications all the time and all oh, do this, do that. And it would just turned on too often. And I think that getting out into nature is a way to turn off, but to reconnect and to gain energy from mother earth really which makes me sound a bit hippie but I think that that's just so beautiful and I treasure our Saturday walks with our dog where we go to a park and we just take our time for a good 40 minutes out in nature just walking and talking and playing with the dog we don't have our phones on unless we take a picture of something really beautiful (laughs) but we don't have our phones on and we just talk to each other we need that we all need that to gain that energy, that connection to each other, to gain that connection to ourselves, to our spirit. It's only when we're quieter and we're within the natural flow of the of the universe, of the earth, that we can listen and hear what we need and give it to ourselves. And I think that's really beautiful. And I think that for me personally, um, we should step towards a world of less technology, not more, towards a world with less noise, less plugged in, and more in tune with ourselves, with each other, and with the natural environment around us. The next one is to have a routine of self-love and self-care. So what practices do you have that help to give back to yourself? Maybe it's a pamper afternoon in a bath with a face mask with some candles on. Maybe it's a yoga routine. Maybe it's a full-on workout routine. Maybe it's journaling or meditating or cooking, which I think is very meditative if you take the time to do it without anything else on around you. Whatever it is, maybe it's just cuddling on the sofa with your partner and your dog, with your friends, with your children, with your parents, whatever it is. Try and take that time for yourself to give yourself what you need. I think that organisation is a massive form of self-care because I feel overwhelmed, burnt out, scared when I'm not organised, basically. And that means your space, you know, clearing up your space, tidying up your space so that everything has a place. And it also means getting your to-do list done to know what's on your calendar and when so that you feel prepared. Otherwise, you'll just feel chaos. Everything will be everywhere and you won't know exactly what needs to be done and when and that can be very overwhelming and of course you won't necessarily get done get everything done and then that leads to feeling like a failure and feeling this sense of burnout and stress so I can't exactly speak to what you're feeling or what you're going through right now all I can say is that I felt this sense of powerlessness um loss of control and overwhelm lately through the whole of 2021 really and I've also felt good though. There's been times where I've felt really, really happy, like when my nephew was born, um, getting a good grade on my last essay. I'm about to submit another one on Thursday, which I feel pretty good about. Um, yeah, and just general good days with my partner and my dog. There are things that we can be grateful for. And I think, again, that's a way to combat burnout is to look to the good things, look to the things that we have control over, look to the beautiful blessings in our life, because there are at least one, even if it's just the beautiful flower that has defeated the odds by blooming during winter. That is something, a little detail to focus on and appreciate in these hard times. Life is tough right now. You have to appreciate that life is tough right now. You can't ignore that. And you have to say to yourself that it's okay that I'm stressed. It's okay that I'm feeling low. It's okay that I feel anxious and out of control because the world is out of control. Breathe. Breathe. 
and take care of yourself, please. And let others take care of you. Speak about how you're feeling. Give yourself breaks. Give yourself massages and little love kisses from nutritious food and good TV. That's what I'm just spending this week doing eating some good food, watching some good TV, reading some good books, getting my essay done, but not in a stressful way, moving my body and just being with my partner, just being. And I would suggest you do the same. Take care, guys, and I'll speak to you next week. Bye.